Welcome to the Feeding and Leading Podcast, featuring Todd Fisher and Andy Taylor, a podcast for church leaders focusing on expository preaching, pastoral leadership, and ministry. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for yet another episode of the Feeding and Leading Podcast. And as always, I'm joined by Andy Taylor. Andy, how's it going today, man? Very good from this side of the end of the turnpike in Tulsa. There you go. There you go. You're always traveling in from Tulsa to come here to the building. We send love to By the way, all of you know you. what we've never done on uh, this episode? Oh, boy. I mean, on, on this podcast? Oh, I can think of a lot of things, we, but... We have what? never recognized the two young men behind <laughs> the dials. That's exactly right. I think maybe we should do that. I agree. So two young men... Tony Dillard and Stephen Jackson that both work for us here at Oklahoma Fantastic job. Incredible guys. They know all of the uh, tricks to all of this. Can we get some applause about right here? Here we go. Applause. Can you put it in there? Yeah. Uh, They are, what what would you call them? Our producers, our directors, or whatever the terminology is. But Tony Dillard, Stephen Jackson, you two guys, thanks so much for... Uh, making all of this work smoothly. We want to give some credit where credit is We just due. sit down and talk. Yeah, that's right. Hey, we're going to focus on this episode uh, about Easter. Easter is coming. It, 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 there's, there's an Easter in every year. Uh, I learned that. <laughs> it's, just it's like good. there's a Sunday in every week. Yes. And sometimes Easter can be challenging on a number of fronts. I think on the preaching front, it's sometimes I think a preacher can go, okay, wow, here a, a sermon on the resurrection, and sometimes I think preachers may say, how, how many sermons can I preach on the topic of Jesus's birth at Christmas and on the resurrection? Yeah, and of course we should not let that daunt us. The resurrection just kind of infiltrates everything um, about who we are as Christians and really biblical theology, the resurrections, and all of that. Um, but let's talk about that, about the preaching aspect of Easter. But even let's kind of spill out into the pastoral part of it, because a lot of times at Easter, uh, churches are doing other events. Easter can be a really busy week for a pastor. Uh, you may have a Good Friday service. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a thing called the Passion Journey on Saturdays at Emmanuel and Shawnee, where families would come and kind of walk through a, a, a little setup of like what first century Jerusalem would be like kind of type thing. Mm-hmm. So let's just kind of uh, get into that. This year, um, Easter is on April the 9th, mm-hmm. which is the second Sunday of April. That's right. And um, let's kind of just talk through a little bit of that, the planning of it and what we want to do. So I'll let you kick it off. Yeah, well, I think it's uh, what you just said is a, a really good point is that uh, – Easter, with all of the things that are going on, <clears throat> whether you're doing a Good Friday service or maybe you're doing some kind of, uh, let, let's throw back a little bit, maybe you're doing an Easter egg hunt for your kids, uh, you know, for the children's ministry. It all takes a little bit of planning, uh, but a little bit of planning right now, I think you would agree, um, can give you a lot of traction as soon as the calendar hits April 1. Mm-hmm. Um for for moving towards those those days that are coming up uh, for Easter. So now is the time uh, to at least begin start thinking about kind of what you're going to do. Whether you're going to put a theme to it, where you know obviously the resurrection's a theme, but um, just just putting some 
pencil to paper and putting some planning down. Yeah, and and getting materials or anything that you would need if you're going to do certain events. Yeah, um, whatever whatever you're going to be doing. Easter is a great time to encourage church members to invite people to come to church. Right. Uh, I think many times unchurched neighbors, unchurched family members, coworkers, they might be a little bit more prone to come with you to church on Easter Sunday. I mean, we always kind of make the running joke about Chris, Christmas and Easter Christians or whatever, but mm-hmm. – um, the reality is Easter is a time where you, you might have a little better chance, if I can say it that way, of uh, someone coming to church. So it's it's a good thing in a lead-up to Easter Sunday, at least those few Sundays before Easter Sunday, for the pastor to really encourage his his church members, hey, hey y'all, let's be inviting people to church. And if there is some kind of uh, a, little, a little card, a little something— a little outreach of some kind that can help with that. I think that many times is a good thing to do around Easter. Yeah. So curious, uh, like at Emmanuel or different pa- uh, churches that you pastor, Todd, or or maybe you've heard of other things. What what kind of um, what kind of tools, uh, things that you guys used to put into the hands of your people mm-hmm. so that they could make a, a deliberate action. And by the way, we should say now is the time to start making right. that from right. the pulpit in bulletins, right. things like that, uh, yeah. known to your people. Yeah, you know, we we always did this thing called the Passion Journey, mm-hmm. and um, it was just a family event, and 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 we would use that, and then what we would what we would do is we would use that event to try to encourage people to come back tomorrow morning the mm-hmm. next sunday that that next day would be sunday because we did the passion journey on a saturday morning mm-hmm. and so we would take the time and make that event intentional to try to encourage them to come back um for easter sunday so that's one of the things that we do so we, we would use an event around yeah. easter weekend yeah and we would also do good friday service now the good friday service i think is not that's not so much as an outreach-oriented type thing like like a, a, a family celebration or if a church is going to do an egg hunt or something like that. Right. Um, but we would use those events surrounding Easter weekend to try to be something that we could use as a springboard into inviting people to come on Sunday morning. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. We did the same thing. We would always have a, a Good Friday service and uh, that, you know, of course— the majority of those were were, uh, were our church people, but we were also asking those people uh, who came to Good Friday service to make sure and find a place to serve over the weekend. Uh, on Saturday mornings, we did uh, we called it extravaganza, mm-hmm. and it was a community wide thing. You know, thousands of eggs that we were hiding, uh, candy, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and and then we had the, the gigantic um, – uh, golly, I'm losing words. The inflatables. The, the bouncy inflatables. Yeah. And, and then we're putting information in the hands of those people who came uh, to personally invite them to come back the next day. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, you, you do. You get some people who come. Another thing about Easter is for a pastor in, in the planning preparation of it, in the lead up to Easter, I think it's a good time to start talking to your people about, hey, the building might be crowded on Easter Sunday morning. Right. So guess what? Church member, you should park further away from the building. 
leave the parking spots that are closest to the building, leave those open for visitors, and and what would go beyond just parking spots that might be marked for visitors. Mm-hmm. Um, have a willingness to uh, give up your seat if you had to. You mm-hmm. know, you're you know you're sitting on an aisle and you know move into the middle or get up and here comes a family and they need the space. Uh, be very selfless on that. And really talking to your people about, hey, on Easter Sunday, we're going to have a lot of visitors in here. So please be please be nice. <laughs> be kind. Put a smile on your face. Uh, you know, greet people. Yeah. Uh, and, and really, that is a good buildup two, three Sundays before Easter Sunday yes. for the pastor to be kind of pounding that into the heads of the, of the church members. This is a special day. And, and let's, let's make... Let's do everything we can so it'll be a special day for people that are visiting. You know, it sounds weird, but as a pastor, you have to tell your people to do those things. I mean, you have to remind them. Mm-hmm. You have to uh, you have to communicate and communicate and then over-communicate all of those facts just so that it will be in their minds uh, to know that they need to do those kind of things. Right. It's just, it's just amazing. That's right. I think it's also a good time— uh, it's a very practical step, but a good time to um, make sure your building's clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of mm-hmm. look at some of those areas that maybe needed a little bit of help yeah, or uh, need to be covered up. Yeah, or it, I think a lot like of times that. it's a good idea to have your church work day. A lot of churches still do that. Hey, Saturday morning from 8 to noon, we're going to have a work day. Yeah. Hey, have that thing before Easter. Yeah. Is a is a good idea. Yeah, like have it on the Saturday before Palm Sunday or something like yeah. that, you know, and then and then yeah. go at it like that. Okay, that's well, good. Let's talk about the service itself on Easter Sunday morning. Yeah. A lot of times, you you may uh, you may be doing something a little different um, here. You may have an extra reading. You may have uh, a different you know song or something. I don't know. You a may, choir special or yeah, you may want to show a video of some kind. Yeah, or something. But whatever that is. You know, you need to make sure you're doing whatever you got to do to be prepared to do it. Yeah, um, it's a good time to, like right now, is the good time to be making sure that all of that is coordinated with your staff. Yeah. With if your deacons are involved, if you've got lay people in leadership who are involved, making sure that you're all on the same sheet of music so that, um, so that that Sunday, I mean every Sunday, you want to come off with a hit, mm-hmm. without a hitch, but you you want people to know when they're supposed to move, yeah. when they're supposed to come, all of that. Another, uh, uh, maybe a helpful idea, something we would do at Emmanuel is we would order, you know, a bunch of these little booklets that would have some kind of Easter theme, but it was a, it was basically, it was a gospel, you know, presentation. It mm-hmm. was, uh, if it was a little book by some author, I, I, I can't think of some that we had used in the past, but um, a little free gift. Mm-hmm. for guests and you might say as part of even an invitation at Easter you know you you give your invitation obviously you invite people to respond but um, you might even say hey those of you visiting we have a little gift for you it's this little book please grab one on the way out mm-hmm. but whatever you can do to get the gospel to folks especially that are on church that are there on Easter Sunday yeah Think about that. How you would do that in the service? If you do you know, a little giveaway after the service, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. but some unique and and intentional ways to really get the gospel message to folks that might be there, that that aren't you know 
that are that are unchurched. Um, yeah. You know, some other things that might be a little different on Easter Sunday. Um, how you gonna how are you gonna get their information? Guests that come, yeah. are you gonna do a, maybe a little bit of a different visitor card that day? Yeah. Uh, you know, something like that. Is it like a that. QR code? Is yeah. it? Um, you know, just some way that you're making sure that you're getting yeah. some of that information in an appropriate way uh, and, and and that there's a plan for follow-up on that because yeah. generally you should have probably more guests in your Easter service than just about any probably. other service that, yeah. that you'll have all year. Or, you know, when you recognize your graduating senior or something like yeah. that, it might be close or but maybe it, dedication days, but really Easter is probably going to be it. But if you're going to tell them that you would like to follow up with them some way mm-hmm. and they're going to actually give you your information because we know that some people are not going to, right? That's right. then then you should have a plan. I, I always felt like that we should have a plan set in place that in the next 72 hours following that Sunday, mm-hmm. That we would contact everybody and so follow up. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And probably in more than one way. Yeah. Another thing about Sunday morning, Easter Sunday morning, that a pastor should think about is is having making sure you really got some great greeters yes. and maybe more greeters than you normally do. Last thing you want is a visitor coming up on Easter Sunday morning and just kind of like, okay, where do I go? That kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe even put some in the parking lot where you maybe you normally don't put them in the parking lot. Make yep. sure you got multiples at the door. Um, just getting your folks on high visitor alert. Yeah. And making that a great experience for people that are coming uh, to visit. I think those are good things to yeah. make sure you get lined up. Also, a good time to 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 just kind of reexamine. F- maybe maybe look at it from an outside eye. What's your signage look like? Mm-hmm. Uh, if they come in from, let's say, the south entrance, is there something that shows them how to get to the to uh, the uh, sanctuary? Right. You know. Right. Um, look at it from the eyes of somebody who's um, who's yeah. going to be coming on that Easter Sunday yeah. that doesn't normally come. That's good. Yeah. Uh, totally unrelated to Easter. But okay. I'll just throw this one out here real quick because we're talking about the building and stuff. Yeah. You know, so, something we used to do was. We'd have somebody come walk through our building that had never been in our building before. Mm-hmm. And we might, like, give them a gift card or something like that. But, uh, you know, someone, obviously someone who's a Christian, but, uh, but uh, someone who goes to church but doesn't go to our church and hadn't maybe been in our building at all. And we'd say, here's a notebook and a pen. Walk through this building and tell us all the things you see that kind of need to be cleaned up or fixed up. Because what's interesting is after a while, you quit seeing the mark on the wall. That's right. You know, you yeah. you don't realize that signage is confusing. You don't. And sometimes just having an outside perspective on your building itself yeah. is a helpful thing. <laughs> That's a great idea. Give them a $10 or $25 a uh, quick trip gas card or something, yeah. you know, and, and come in here and tell us. Just do that. And man, you know, it's just amazing the things they'd see. You know, yeah. Like, well, yeah. sure enough, you're right. That that carpet is tattered right there. Yeah. You know. Uh, now so. let's let's say this though. If you want to do that, uh, in order to get things ready for Easter, do that this week. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna <laughs> do, have to do it now. Don't do it the week before. Yeah, do it now so that you can. Okay, let's take the rest of our time real quick and let's talk about preaching. Yeah, the sermon. Yeah, on we need Sunday to talk morning. about some sermon prep. 
Um, so a lot of times, a, a lot of times Christmas, Christmas is not really just a one-off thing. A, a lot of a lot of times preachers will say, I'm, I'm do like three. I'll do every Sunday in December. That's right. You hit the, December. The three Sundays of December before Christmas Day. Yeah. Uh, and so you gotta you can do a little series thing there, but but Easter Sunday really sometimes is a one off kind of thing. Well, Unless you did a a Palm Sunday, yeah, before and then Easter Sunday. So let's kind of talk about that a little bit because I think that can be a little bit of a tricky thing, especially for you know you got an expositional preacher, he's preaching through a book of the Bible, and then here comes Easter Sunday, and I, I think you would agree with me on Easter Sunday. Do preach on the resurrection. Yeah, for sure. Don't 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 just keep plowing through something, and don't even give mention of the resurrection or make it the center. I think that you you you've got to make the doctrine of the resurrection the centerpiece of Easter Sunday morning worship. Absolutely. Now, yeah. I have I had found in a couple of places where it just through God's providence. I was preaching through a book of the Bible, and the text that came up, I could easily work the resurrection into it. Uh, yeah, yeah, or and, out of it. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and yeah, and so one of the things I think we should talk about for a second is you can preach a sermon, you can preach an Easter sermon that can be from a text that isn't in First Corinthians fifteen. Yes, or you, you you can preach the resurrection from a whole lot of biblical texts. So don't don't because th- I think that's where part of it gets with us. It's like okay, I've been a pastor for twenty five years, and every Easter Sunday I'm preaching First Corinthians fifteen, whatever. Yeah. And you know, there's only so many ways you can get you First know, Corinthians fifteen. That part about his resurrection. That part about our resurrection. You know, but. I almost don't want to say think outside of the box, but you don't have to use these overt, what we consider the standard uh, resurrection text. text. Yeah, John 20. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Uh, And so I would encourage a pastor to to think uh, uh, through that. Yeah. And that then makes it fresh for you and for the church. And there's a lot of great things that you could preach on Easter Sunday morning that, that, uh, intricately connect to the resurrection. Yeah, I, I, about five years ago, <clears throat> uh, we did. Uh, uh, I don't know why we decided to do this. I'm not sure I would decide to do it again, but um, we did almost like a mini. I don't want to. I don't want to call it revival, but it was a series. Of, we did Wednesday night, Thursday night, mm-hmm. Friday night, and then Sunday morning, and all of those sermons came out of the book of Hebrews. It was it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So it's like this little mini, um, this mini series that we were able to do, and it wasn't First Corinthians, but all of them led right up to Good Friday and and Easter yeah. Sunday. Um, so there's a lot of different texts, sure. lots yeah. of different. You texts. know, in in that line on Easter week, Passion Week. Early when I was younger, pastor, we did like a revival in Passion Week, and I would start it on Palm Sunday, and what I would do is I would preach a text in the Gospels that was what Jesus did that day. Yeah, right. So Sunday's Palm Sunday, that's your text. Right. 
we would have a service on Monday night. What was Monday cleansing the temple? Mm-hmm. Maybe Tuesdays when he argued with the, the the Pharisees all the time. Wednesday it's pretty quiet. Thursday is of course the Last Supper. Yep. Uh, Garden of Gethsemane. Friday, of course, the crucifixion. Saturday, nothing. Silence, you don't have anything. Yeah, yeah. And then Easter Sunday. Um, that that's an idea too mm-hmm. that somebody could do. You could start pick that up on Thursday or whatever you want to do. But uh, I, I think it's it's key to not just think, I have to preach from 1 Corinthians 15, Yeah, you know, on Easter Sunday morning. Yeah, exactly. And, and do preach from 1 Corinthians 15. That's great. Yeah. But you don't have to be locked into that. So in, in saying do preach from 1 Corinthians 15, let's, let's also say this. Do preach from a Bible text. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, and we can get in yeah. that trap at... You can get in that trap Very on Christmas easy. and Easter. You can get in that trap on Mother's Day and Father's Day and all that. And um, and that's a – we can talk about that another time on Mother's Day, Father's Day stuff. Yeah. But, um, yes, just because it's a special holiday Sunday yeah. does not mean get up there and make it just story time. It, Preach yeah. a text. A text. Absolutely. And listen, we beat this drum all the time. But, Pastor, when you, when you, when you preach that text – Find the central idea of the text and preach it. Yep. It's so key. And you can do some really great things with the resurrection in, in terms of application. What, is, what does the resurrection mean for me today as a Christian? Yeah. And doing that. Okay. I think, did we uh, we cover that topic? I think? Well, yeah, there's a there's lot a more to talk. More we but, could say. But, but, but we, hey, look, just do some preparing. Talk to, your, talk to staff, volunteers, and have a great, you know, Easter season? Is that the way mm-hmm. to say that? Yeah. And we didn't talk about resources, but of course, you know, your commentaries, your, your preaching tools that you're using. Um, I, in my experience, I have found more expositional tools for Christmas yeah. than I really have for Easter. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure why that is, but uh, maybe that's something we can explore. But yeah, it's a great opportunity to really really present the gospel yeah on Easter Sunday morning. It's like it's like every time you preach a funeral. Yeah. You're gonna have an audience in there. Many times it's not church, it's unchurched, yeah. lost folks. And uh, make sure you're preaching a text, make sure you preach the gospel. And um, Hey as they say Sunday. Brothers, Sunday is a coming. <laughs> and All it's right. good. Thanks for listening to this episode. And when Easter gets here, hope you have a great Easter on that. Amen. This episode of Feeding and Leading has been brought to you by the Cooperative Program and Oklahoma Baptist. Visit us at oklahomabaptist.org or your preferred podcast platform. Oklahoma Baptist, advancing the gospel together.